Hey, welcome back, everybody, to another segment of Wednesday Wisdom on the Educational AD Podcast. We'll be right back with today's Wednesday Wisdom guest. But as always, we want to give a shout out to our sponsors. These are companies that I used as an AD. You should be using them, too. So don't hit that fast forward button. Stay with us for the next three minutes. Uh, we're going to give our sponsors a shout out. Here we go. We want to say thanks to our good friends at Hometown Ticketing for their support. Hometown is the leading digital ticketing provider to schools and colleges. Uh, I don't think I need to say anything more. Hometown Ticketing is digital ticketing that offers more, more support, more security, more customization. Go to hometownticketing.com to get signed up. We also want to say thanks to Gipper. Gipper is the official social media graphics solution for the podcast. And if you go to gipper.com, their team is going to show you how to create world-class marketing content to help you celebrate your athletes and promote your teams. Gipper is used and trusted by over 3,000 high school and college athletic programs across the country. It's professional graphic design made simple. Go to gipper.com to get started. We also want to thank Snap Raise. Have you ever spent weeks and weeks with a fundraiser only to get little, if any, return? Stop right here. Go to snapraise.com slash EDAD. Hands down the best online fundraiser out there. Snapraise works. Uh, go to snapraise.com. You can also check out their other platforms like Snap Store, Snap Manage, a really cool one called FanX. But Snapraise is the best online fundraiser out there. Go to snapraise.com to get started. We want to say thanks to Huddle. Go to huddle.com. Change the way you see the game. As an athletic director, I made sure that our school was a huddle school. It's not just a, for football. All of our coaches love the tools that Huddle provided that helped them coach our kids up to their highest level. Go to huddle.com, join the 8 million users, and turn your school into a huddle school. We'd also like to say thanks to Vital Signs Wall of Fame. You know they're on a mission to bring your school's legacy to life. Go to vitalsignswalloffame.com and check out their interactive touchscreen video consoles. It's a great way to show off your school record boards for all the teams, for all the sports, or your school's Hall of Fame, or simply tell the story of your school's diverse history and your proudest moments. Go to vitalsignswalloffame.com to get started. We want to say thanks to our good friends at Sideline Interactive, indoor score tables and video boards. Go to sidelineinteractive.com. Schedule a live web demo to see their score tables and their scoreboards in action. Their products not only generate income for your department, but they also create the ultimate game day experience for your student-athletes. That's sidelineinteractive.com. We'd like to thank Home Campus for their support. Home Campus is the exclusive high school and state association management platform for us. It's also your one stop for things like scheduling, athletic eligibility and clearance, uploading forms, tracking coaches. Home Campus is really uh, a site that you need to add to your uh, professional use. Uh, I used it every single day and it was just great. Go to homecampus.com to get started. That's homecampus.com. And we want to thank Athletic Surveys by Lifetrack. If you've never used a survey 
to take the pulse of your student athletes, your coaches, your parents, you're really missing out. Athletic surveys will connect you to that group of parents that we all hear from, the complainers, the gripers, but they'll also connect you with the 98% of your department that supports your program. And that's a tremendously valuable tool to have when you're talking to a frustrated parent or your principal or your school board. Go to athleticsurveys.com. They're going to create a custom survey just for you. That's athleticsurveys.com. Welcome back, everybody, to another segment of Wednesday Wisdom on the Educational AD Podcast. We've got a new member to our Wednesday Wisdom team, Hannah Blykamp. She's the athletic director at Whetstone High School. It's in the Columbus, Ohio area. Hannah was on the podcast a while back, just did a great job. Uh, very excited to have uh, to add her voice to our Wednesday Wisdom team. So, uh, Hannah, uh, welcome back. And what do you have for our listeners this week on Wednesday Wisdom? Uh, thanks again for having me. Um, so this week for Wednesday, Wednesday Wisdom, <laughs> that's a tongue twister, isn't it? Um, I want to talk a little bit about how um, young women or young you know, women professionals uh, can get into the athletic director seat. Uh, this is something that I'm very passionate about uh, solely because you know, I'm, I landed my first job as an athletic director at 20, I think I was 26, um, you know, just turned 27 right after. But uh, for me, that, that was kind of a, a big job to land at a younger age. And it, it didn't become apparent to me until I sat next to, you know, other athletic directors who, um, you know, they may have been in the seat for a little while or even new to the seat, and I was still quite a bit younger. And um, I kind of want to talk about how or why it's important, some things that may be limiting women in terms of sport leadership and things that they, women can do, or even people in general who want to be an athletic director, what they can do to get closer to getting into the seat a little bit sooner, because even if we were to look at the average age of athletic directors, it's, I believe it's around the mid forties, um, which, you know, that's great, but we also want to continue to invite our younger people get into that seat sooner and get that career established. But so I'm just going to kind of dive on in uh, one reason why, you know, empowering women to get into leadership is because when we look at between high school and, and NCAA, Percentage-wise, women make up 22%, roughly uh, 22% of athletic directors in that high school and NCAA. To me, that's a little bit of a shocking, shockingly low number, just based on, um, you know, obviously women participate in college sports. We do have some pro sports, um, but I believe women can be a catalyst of change in addition to men in that seat. And I've seen what it's been able to do for me. Uh, being in this athletic director seat at a younger age and even younger women that I get to talk to and feedback I've gotten gotten from, you know, parents in my community in regards to, um, you know, me being in this seat. So I kind of want to go through uh, what might be, in my opinion, limiting um, women and how they can use this information to empower themselves to get more of that sport leadership role. 
uh, and a big piece of this, I believe, is football. So football is one of our larger income driving sports, not just for high school, but for a lot of colleges as well. Drives the income, very large operational demand and large expenditure. Unfortunately, football for women isn't um, I mean, it isn't as much of an opportunity for women. Now, women do have the opportunity to play full tackle football and have had that opportunity since the 90s. It's growing, um, you know, as we go into, you know, uh, the 2000s, uh, 21st century, whatnot. But the opportunity for a woman to play at a younger age, like for young men and boys, it's not it's not there. So when it comes to hiring athletic directors and you know sport leadership roles, they want somebody who's going to be able to understand the demand of football and who's going to understand it a little bit better than individuals who have played it or have studied it. So for, for women, I'm really encouraging women to study not only football, but male-dominated sports such as basketball. Um, we have the WNBA and that's uprising. There's more opportunity for women in basketball, but studying those higher revenue sports and becoming familiar with the rules, um, the operations, the finances of all of these different um, uh, high demand sports, basically. For women, we need to create confidence around being able to talk about these sports and talk about how to run them, how to manage them, and how to hire certain individuals for these sports. Um, sorry, got winded on that one. It's, it's something I'm really passionate about, but um, checking in on my notes a little bit here. I uh, rambled a little bit, but uh, encouraging women to uh, study those games and then find the opportunities within your community to participate, even if it is as an adult. Uh, put yourself in those positions. The viewpoints of these coaches and these players will help you understand the managing of that sport a little bit more. Um, <clears throat> another thing um, in regards to how you can get to this role um, as as a younger individual, marketing yourself is huge. I would say that's something that I could have done a little bit better. I was newer to the Columbus area. I'd been here for maybe at the point three years. So I didn't have a huge market in the area. But for people who are, you know, you're moving or you're in a certain area, start marketing yourself now. Um, start marketing yourself now. Uh, whether that be Facebook groups, which is how I got connected to this podcast. Um, LinkedIn, volunteering, any school, go go talk to the athletic director at any high school, middle school, college, and ask them what kind of help they need. We always need help. And that is the easiest way to sell yourself as an individual wanting to work in sport is by working in sport for free at that point, basically, um, and hopefully working yourself up. That was something that I didn't necessarily have that experience in. And when I was in my interview for this position, my last question I asked was, what, what um, makes you hesitant about hiring me for this position? Um, and that would be, that was giving me an opportunity to address any concerns they had about my professionalism and, you know, skill set. 
And their response was my lack of experience working in a school. I had coached junior high basketball in a school and played sports in school and that was it. So their main concern was, I don't, I didn't at the time fully understand the inner workings of business within a school. And it was a valid point, uh, especially, you know, coming into a school, a large district, understanding all the policy uh, rules, things like that processes are very different. Um, so definitely getting, getting your foot in the door into whatever avenue of sport you want to work in, whether it be college, go volunteer in college, high school, go volunteer in high school, start at the middle school, uh, start coaching, just really involving yourself in all avenues of sport in which you want to work. Um, and I would say start at a young age, definitely starting at a younger age. I believe I started coaching when I was 16 years old and did that up until I landed my job as an athletic director, which really gives you the mindset of helping yourself understand coaches, hiring coaches and helping coach them to, you know, their next successes. Um yeah, Hannah, let me go and jump in here real quick. You and I were talking before we started recording, and uh, I, I told you I just thought this was a tremendously valuable topic to share, both for men and women. And, you know, as somebody who was, you know, in that athletic director seat for many years, uh, I, I think you really hit on some some key things. Um, the volunteering, the getting involved. Uh, now, at the college level, they actually have undergraduate majors in athletic administration and sport management, stuff that was completely unheard of back in my day. Um, uh, the, the typical path to becoming an AD was, you know, you were a teacher, you were a coach, then you became a head coach. And after maybe 15 or 20 years, you might move into that athletic director chair. Uh, we're seeing athletic directors uh, start younger in, in their careers. Now you're certainly uh, an example of that, but if you're an undergrad and you think you might want a career in athletics, you'd like to be an athletic director. You can accelerate that process doing those exact things that you mentioned your college AD. They are desperate for people to come in and help with game day setup management, uh, you name it. And it's a, tremendously valuable experience, hands-on experience that you can not only learn, but you can add that to your resume. And the same thing with coaches, go to that head basketball coach or that head football coach uh, and say, Hey, I'd like to learn about the sport. I'd like to learn about the profession. And you're probably going to start at the same level that those graduate assistant football coaches do. You're going to be carrying cones. You're going to be setting up drills, uh, cleaning up, but that's how you get into the network, if you will. And I know you're big on networking, but um, those are just great ways. There's not an athletic director, high school or college in America that would turn down someone coming to them and saying, I want to learn this sport. I want to learn this business. I'm so glad you brought that up. It, it, a lot of people ask me, oh, do you coach? Do you teach? Are you an administrator? Uh, in terms of an assistant principal, when it comes to certifications or you know degrees, 
I'm not a teacher. I'm not an admin. My sole job is athletic director. So you don't have to, like you said, go through those different avenues of becoming a teacher and then working into this, this seat. But some people do do that, but it's not something you have to do. And like you had said, it kind of progresses your route to being an athletic director even more so now with those degree opportunities. Um, my undergrad was sport management. My master's was coach and athlete development, which has really um, allowed me to empower myself as a younger individual to coach my coaches who are not necessarily the same gender as me and maybe a little bit older than me because of the knowledge I've been empowered with to share and allow them to maybe think about different situations with their other coaches or with kids and wording things a little bit different because most of it is psychological at that point. Uh, so that's, that's a very fun part of my job that I would say probably enjoy almost, you know, it's in my top five things of um, responsibilities that I enjoy as an AD is coaching coaches. Um, so if you have an opportunity to take psycho psychology of coaching uh anywhere in your your path to becoming an athletic director I would definitely recommend it kind of understanding the human brain and what motivates different individuals and how to talk to people who you know understand things a little bit differently than you um so yeah that's that's a very good point and I've got one last point um as a as a woman in athletics you're looked at as maybe a little bit of a softer individual because we generally have higher senses of empathy. Um, and I'm a very empathetic person, but I would encourage young individuals to start creating your backbone now. Um, become more confident in the way you speak, become more confident in the way you ask questions and how you address things, in, whether it be your personal life or professional life. The, the sooner you can speak from a place of confidence and knowing that you are you know, a credible individual, you'll gain that respect a little bit sooner in your position. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, obviously the um, athletics and the position of athletic director has been and still is, you know, a, a male dominated uh, position. But um, again, just speaking from experience, um, athletic directors uh, and even principals, you know, they're looking for quality people they're looking for confident people and if you come into that interview and you know you've done your homework and you've done that networking and you sell yourself in a confident way you need to give them a reason uh the reasons to hire you okay you know share the things that you've done talk about those experiences and and, and you mentioned flag football uh you know again off uh, when we were talking earlier uh, that sport is exploding in different states around the country. It, it's off the charts here in Florida in a very good way. And, you know, mm -hmm. there's an opportunity. You don't have to be an expert um, a, as a high school and college athlete. I, I In high school, I was football. I played basketball and then I ran track and then I did football and track in college. I was not an expert by any means in soccer or baseball or softball or volleyball. But I spent the time to kind of learn the rules and talk to the coaches and and be able to position myself to help them. And Hannah, you mentioned many of the coaches you work with, they're older than you. You don't have to know more than them as a coach, but as an AD, you need to be in a position to help them 
do a better job. And if that's relating better to student athletes or helping with facilities or, or that sort of thing, that's what those young ADs or aspiring ADs need to put themselves in a position to do. You need to be able to help others, not outcoach them, not be smarter than them, but be in a position to help them. And, you know, you've certainly done a great job um, at uh, Whetstone just in the short time that you've been there. Um, we're not done yet, but if one of our listeners wanted to reach out and add you to their network or maybe pick your ear on how to advance in the career or how to do things at their school, what's the best way that they can get a hold of you? Yeah, so the best way to get a hold of me is going to be via LinkedIn. Um, just search my first and last name, Hannah Blycamp, or you can find me on Instagram. Just search Whetstone Athletic Director. So I'm really glad that you brought up flag football uh, right before we took that little break there. So we had spoke about that a little bit offline and how my alma mater, Siena Heights University, has recently um, made women's flag football a varsity uh, sport at the college level, which is you know super exciting for me personally because I play women's full tackle football, you know, on, in my personal time. But to see that progression for women to get the opportunity to become involved in football because it wraps back to our conversation earlier and how that's such a dominating sport and how we need more women to be involved in that to help themselves get into this athletic director role and it leads me into wrestling here in Ohio girls wrestling is huge um, I'm very fortunate here at Whetstone to have a solid girls wrestling squad of anywhere from 16 to 20 girls. And we're competing really well for a sport that is very new here. But again, uh, sanctioning a sport that is, you know, in the previous, you know, previous history, primarily a, a male sport in inviting women into these more physical male dominated sports is, in my opinion, going to transpire into more uh, women leadership, women in leadership roles. And that is, very, very exciting for me. The the progression we're going to see for the, the uh, at a loss of words here, but the opportunity for women in sport. I had recently spoke at the Ohio History Center over this past weekend on the history of women in football and how it has grown so much over the last 25 years and how we are continuing to see more opportunity, even for women coaching in NFL. They're breaking barriers there. Women, we just need to, and young individuals, stay on the path of empowering yourself with knowledge in sport and stay curious, and your time will come. Right. I'm going to go ahead and take this as an opportunity to give a shout out. Every single state has a state coaches association and a state athletic directors association. If you're an aspiring AD, you should join each of those organizations and begin to build your network. Or if you're already a member, continue to add to your network. There's also a couple of national organizations. One is called the Global Community of Women in High School Sports. Uh, it's a tremendously valuable networking group for women coaches and women athletic directors. And then uh, the last one I'll give a shout out to, and there's a lot, but the last one is called We 
coach, W-E coach. And again, this is a national networking and educational organization for women coaches, women athletic directors at both the high school and the college level. Join those organizations, get on their mailing list. Many of them do uh, weekly or at least monthly emails uh, to, you know, just add little tools to your toolbox. One of my favorite expressions and reach out to our guest. Uh, you know, she is, uh, she's walking the walk and, and as she talks the talk, uh, add Hannah to your network. Hannah, one more time, if one of our listeners wants to reach out, how can they get a hold of you? Uh, you can go ahead and find me on LinkedIn, uh, Hannah Blycamp. Just search my name there. Or on Instagram, you can search Whetstone Athletic Director. Okay. And um, Hannah is a member, a uh, brand new member uh, of our Wednesday Wisdom team. She'll be on here periodically. Uh, go back and take a listen to uh, Hannah's interview on the Educational AD podcast. And uh, again, uh, you know, Hannah said this, and I'm saying it, add to your network. Hannah, thanks so much for sharing with us again, and all the best as we move into the 2024 uh, seasons and school year. Uh, thanks again, Jake, for having me. Yeah, I had a, a good time on our, our previous interview and my family, they all loved it. My dad messaged me the other day and was like, Oh, I just watched your interview on YouTube. Uh, looks great. And I was like, Oh, I was going to send it to you. He's like, no, I followed the channel and I've been waiting for it. So like I said, thanks again for having me on here and uh, you know, my community and my family appreciate it as well. Oh, and our listeners do too. It's getting, uh, it's continuing to get downloads. So uh for our listeners, uh, we certainly appreciate you listening and your support. Uh, we do this every single week with Wednesday Wisdom and just about every day with new content on the Educational AD Podcast. So uh, listen to us on Spotify or other platforms. Watch the videos on YouTube, and uh, we'll see you next time on the Educational AD Podcast. Before we go, uh, we want to give our sponsors one more quick shout out. Thanks to Huddle. Thanks to Sideline Interactive. Thank you to Hometown Ticketing. Thank you to Snap, Raise, and Snap Mobile. Thanks to Vital Signs Wall of Fame. I want to thank Athletic Surveys by Lifetrack. I want to say thanks to Home Campus. And we want to say thanks to Gipper. Uh, and thanks to you, listener, for tuning in. We'll see you next time on Wednesday Wisdom. Mm -hmm.